stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Coming at you live from Vivid Steed Studios at uh, was DNHQ3 that looks slightly better. Um, we're also in South Pasadena, California. There's a farmer's market. All that kind of stuff. This is Blue Heaven Podcast. Uh, which, which one? Which one? You want the gong. We are powered by the Overtime Podcast Network. What is going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me as RealFRG on Twitter and Instagrams. Well done. My name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. And on today's show, we got a very, 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 very special guest via the, the magic of the of the Alexander phone. Graham Bell. Yeah, we appreciate that. Uh, Bless up. Bill Plunk. Mr. Plunk on the phone with us today. He'll uh, talk about uh, playoffs. He'll talk about some injuries. Playoffs. He'll talk about playoffs. Yeah, we got some stuff for Bill Plunkett. Worries and concerns we're going to go over with him. We're going to talk about uh, our injury concerns as well. Because obviously, literally, I got a lot going on in my back. You know how it is with that guy. We have to kind of address the sort of smart front office. And I know some people are going to have a problem talking about uh, Andrew, what do they call him, Fraudman, being smart. Um, But But. we have to address that. And, of course, Las Vegas loves L.A. You guys are going to find out why. LA, or LV loves LA. That's what it is, right? I think that's what it is. And also check out that's our buddies up there in that corner. That's Sportscaster. Uh, we have to give a shout out to them because you can look like a pro, sound like a pro, even have that dapper haircut of Brooke. Oh, actually, you need, it seems like you need a haircut. I need a trim, yeah. He needs a, a trim. Minute. But uh, <clears throat> if not, you can do some After Effects maybe on Sportscaster. Go check them out. If you want to live stream and game, be your own broadcaster. Visit sportscaster.com. But of course, after our show, after our live stream today after don't yes. forget after i feel like that's it's a vital beer. piece of the information after the show i'm seeing some uh some questions connie saying isn't it the dodgers off day our day off yes it is it is, it is. there is also walker bueller's day off funny enough uh but we're here every thursday that's what we do we're we're loving we're caring um we're here for you the little people i don't know if any people are over there are little but uh fredo says i need to get a cody bellinger cut Seems reasonable. I don't know what kind of haircut he has. So we are here. We have uh, Bill Plunkett, of course, Orange County Register Superstar, OCR. Uh, I think he's literally the guy keeping uh, the newspaper business in business because he's <laughs> so good at what he does. And we, I think we cite you about 180,000 times a week. But uh, thanks for joining us. The, the audience goes wild for Bill. It's been a little while. How you doing, Bill? You do. You cite me via your digital subscription, correct? Yes, I did. I mm. did. I, I did get my okay. ninety-nine cents for four weeks, guys. Just keep making new emails. No. That's, that's <laughs> it. That covers my salary. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're here somehow, unbeknownst to all of us. We're here uh, heading into the final week of the twenty nineteen regular season. Like, how, where did baseball go? How did that happen? Oh, please so quick? believe me. It, it did not feel quick from from my perspective. Well, it's definitely it different like, from you, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a hundred years ago. I was in Glendale. It feels like. <laughs> well, we drink usually when we do this, so it helps us feel a lot better. 
<laughs> but it's been it's been weird baseball of late. Uh, we have openers. We have what three hundred oh, pitchers yeah. per game, four hours for nine <laughs> innings. Do you September like baseball? It's it's a different animal. Yeah, thankfully it's it's the last season of this nightmare. But yeah. uh, do you do you like this version even slightly? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Definitely not. Four hours is not my idea of a, a well played game. I can I can just hear the groans from the press box last night. When <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I was like, oh, there we go. You hear the groans yeah. from Gary on the Twitter cast. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, could, you could feel it coming though, and that makes oh, yeah. it even worse. Yeah. It's like you know you have to have a story written in case it ends in the ninth, and then you just you know that you just wasted your time, and you're going to have to rewrite all of it. <laughs> So I know, it's oh, yeah, there was a lot of growing. Yeah, that's the way it's that's that's you know that's the nature of the business. It's it's a horrible bitch goddess. I think that's what the well, that's what I'm gonna go with at least. But I like we that. only got. A I, week. I say this to uh, when I speak to you know college journalism or communication classes. If you cover baseball, you cannot be afraid of deadlines. <laughs> it is just every night, every night. Right. If you cover football. You might be on deadline, you know, twice a year. They might have a Monday night game or something. Mm. In baseball, you're doing it night after night after night. You cannot be afraid of deadline. Well, you also uh, can't be afraid of, thankfully, the end of this version of baseball coming up. we got about a week of the torture left. The path to the postseason seems pretty clear. Of course, the Dodgers have clinched. Uh, as of today, the magic number, I think, is, what, five? I, don't, I haven't seen what it no, it's done. down to. Uh, it was down to three, three or four last night. Is that what it was? Um, well, yeah, okay. I, I drink so. heavily. <laughs> it was low. Let's just say it was low. It's low. That's all we need to know. It's it's just low. So it's all the way down. How? Look, a lot of people put the yeah. importance of home field advantage on, in the playoffs. How important do you really think it is for the Dodgers this year, though? I think it's more important than they are treating it. Yeah. I, I, I do think it's important. I think if you look, first of all, I think they're, what, 57 and 21 at home? Yeah. And, uh, you know, do the math real quick on the road there. Uh, what would that be? 40 and. Uh, it's not a math show. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of math for one day. Yeah, I <laughs> Let's pull up the stats it, real quick. It, let's just say they're they're really, really good at home and only good on the road. So wouldn't you rather play where you're really, really good? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, then, mm. and if you break down some of the individuals. Like Walker. Uh, Rue, yeah, Rue and Walker Bueller are both tremendously uh heavy on the home split Mm -hmm. even clayton kershaw is better at home but that's i mean i think most pitchers are probably better in their home park unless they're pitching for the rockies so (laughs) yeah all of those things i i think all of those things are worth fighting for no i don't think they should you know slap a uh walking boot on justin turner's ankle and make him play third in it (laughs) <laughs> but I, I would not be messing around with the pitching as much as they are, uh, you know, just to to see things, to find out how Tony Gonsolin looks in the fourth inning and, you know, all the stuff they've done the last couple of days. I, I I think it's more – there's more value in it than they're placing on it. Definitely feels like they're kind of screwing about a little bit mm-hmm. when you look at the lineup build and the structure and who they're bringing in, when they're bringing them in. And I can definitely yeah. feel a lot of the frustration from fans like during the games from it. Maybe this I, week uh, against Tampa Bay, I think this was the Dodgers' way of telling Tampa, look, you guys started this. This is how stupid right. it looks. This is what it feels <laughs> like when you do this to people. 
Isn't well, I mean, that called trolling? That is yeah. trolling. Yeah. Is we are called? trolling the people of Tampa to let them know the opener is dumb. And you know, sh- sh- seven yeah. different kinds of smoke. It's like Gonson's going to start. Nope, nope. Well, Casey Sadler is going to start for some reason. Take yeah, I, I will say this, and I and I I respect him to the end of the earth. He works immensely hard and is has the energy for this minutia more than I can imagine after 30 years. But the great Ken Gurnick of MLB.com, his head exploded the last couple of days with those changes. <laughs> he just really, yeah, the fact that they they changed him so close to game time, and, yeah. yeah, he he did not did not appreciate bless, that. Bless up for Kenny G over there. So we're, that's we're, right. We're seeing people. We got Ryan here in the stream saying home field matters. You see the Astros, you see the Yankees, and and this is I wouldn't say this is my counterpoint on the home field advantage, but. Obviously, the Dodgers had it in 2017 against Houston. It didn't make a difference, right? Hey. And that's that's the argument Andrew Friedman makes when mm-hmm. I when I bring it up to him, that, or, or Dave Roberts even. You know, we did it both ways and still got to the World Series. But mm-hmm. wouldn't you much rather have, you know, if it comes down to a Game Seven, they had to go to Milwaukee and win a Game Seven in the mm-hmm. NLCS yeah. last year. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather had that at home? Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, it, it yeah it, yeah they've done it both ways or yeah they had it and they didn't win the world series but again it's it's making giving yourself the best possible chance and that me that chance is at home and it's not just uh the game 7 you know that you get at home it also makes all the travel easier too mm-hmm. if you got the home field advantage you only go to the other park once in the middle of the series and yeah. that simplifies things too. I think it simplifies your pitching arrangements too. If you know, you know, you know, you're getting the first two here, and you're going to come back when those guys are ready to pitch again. You're going to be back home. So, mm. I, I think there's a lot more value in it than uh, than they're treating it. I really do. Uh, and that that has I want my travel arrangements easier. <laughs> it helps. But that though. is, you know, yeah, it's a factor. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that's definitely reasonable. We have. Uh... Wait, I guess Chet Kroll is asking about a 2-3-2 two, two, three, two format. What are we talking about, Gary? Uh, he's asking about the 2-3-2 two, two format in the World Series. Uh-huh. Would you want yeah. home field advantage with 2-3-2? Two, two, yeah, the 2-3-2 two, two format? You know, that's what he's asking. I, I that's feel what, That's yeah. the way it is. I yeah. mean, what, what would you want? Would you rather it's 2-2-1-1-1, two, two, one, 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 no. which I think no. the NBA did for a while? <laughs> no. Yeah. That You're one, trying yeah. to kill me with air, airplane <laughs> flights. Yeah, yeah. I know. All the receipts at the end of October, we don't want Bill oh. to deal with that. Yeah, NBA was in bed November's with the big airlines. <laughs> if they play, say, the Yankees in the World Series, oh, good Lord. count yeah. up the miles, 2-2-1-1-1. <laughs> That's, that's a uh, that's a nightmare, even though that's a series everybody wants. And it's funny. I've been messing around with people. It's like, imagine how, how like – how much baseball is fretting the idea of it either going from like the potential of Dodgers against Yankees in the World Series or like the Braves against I don't know uh, Oakland <laughs> the Twins the, the twins. Twins. <laughs> twins yeah like there is all the money and none of the money so yeah that, that's yeah. a lot of fun uh, so I don't know how the Yankees get there I mean good the, the injuries that they've had now Domingo Herman is not mm-hmm. going to be available. Yeah, uh, you know they thought Dylan Batanzas was coming back, and then he pitches what 
one inning and he's done. Yeah, if that, yeah. yeah they, they are hurting, yet somehow they're able to – I don't know. I, I really think they sold their soul to have a decent season uh, this year because there's no reason for them to be good. They, they have – It's no, amazing. No yeah. starting pitching. Uh, of course, you had Stanton hurt, what, for all of like – or Most available for nine games, I think he's only played. It, it's, uh, it's a little yeah. wild and, and how good the AL East remains with these awful, awful Tampa Bay Rays. But um, Yeah, I'll give you one, one reason that they're as good as they are. Uh, Baltimore Orioles. They got to play them oh, that helps. 18, 19 times, whatever it was. That helps when you get to the square off against a little league team. That, yeah. That's the team that made Kenley good again for a couple, <laughs> half a week. <laughs> Stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. get into Kenley uh it's gonna be kind of be part of this it's a little like uh I'm gonna call it the scale of worry because I'm not very creative on a scale of one to ten how worried are you about the the upcoming topics here so Justin Turner of course the ankle and the subsequent timing of the bat how worried are you about JT uh well I see I'm not worried at all because whatever happens I write about it so Mm -hmm. I'll I'll play this as how worried should you be Mm -hmm. uh I'll go I'll go as high as a six maybe a seven with Justin. This, this, this played out a lot longer than it uh, was advertised to us. Yeah. You know, uh, when I talked to him uh, in the clubhouse, when they clinched that night, the, uh, the way he explained it was, uh, it was a sprained ligament in his ankle. Mm. Now I, I'm not a doctor. Um, although I believe I deserve a medical degree after writing about injuries for all these years. <laughs> That's um, but that sounds different than just a mild sprained ankle to me. It seems like there's more to it. And and I immediately go to the Kurt Schilling bloody sock days. Mm. And I'm sure that was a much more damaged ligament. Do you, um, uh, do you feel at this point there's any any danger of him not being on the DS roster? Uh, no, I don't think I don't think we can go to that extreme yet. But if you'd asked me ten days ago, I didn't think he was going to be sitting out ten games. This is true. So it has played out a lot longer than it was advertised, uh, and that's what makes me think you should be a little worried. So going along the same vein here with uh, injuries, of course, uh, Max Muncy coming back from that wrist injury hitting. 100 with one extra base hit. Um, is there enough time for him to ramp it back up? Or is he still hurting? What do you think? I will a little bit of a pass because uh, when he came back, he got to face Noah Syndergaard, yeah. Jacob deGrom, That's Zach true, yeah. Wheeler, Blake Snell. So the first handful of games were not easy. Uh, and I do think he has, uh, you know, nine games left to get to, to get his swing back, uh, to, to get his timing back. So, I would put that uh, like a two on the worry scale, maybe even a one. All right, so before we start building your uh, division series roster, and I think I really feel like the division series roster is, is position players-wise, it's set because we know Verdugo is going to be off. Uh, actually, on Verdugo, uh, 
how do you feel on on the scale again uh, about his ability to even return and contribute in the championship series? Knock on wood that we do get there. Hmm. I, I think it, it sounds to me it's highly unlikely. Ooh. I just I mean he hasn't played since Ooh. August fourth or fifth. Yeah. So by the time you're you're talking about an NLCS, it's it's going to be five weeks since he faced uh, major league pitching. But he got all those gonna, uh, what like five at bats against Great Lakes uh, pitching, right? <laughs> right. Rookie so league now you're pitching. Gonna, you're going to send him to the uh, Stay Hot camp in Camelback Ranch to face uh, you, you know the Yimmy Garcia and uh, whoever else doesn't make the the DS roster. So Yimmy does, I, Yimmy does give up a lot of solo shots. Yeah, so that's I think a good you can yeah, guarantee. So, yeah. Yeah. so Verdugo will be very confident when he comes back. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, uh, I think if I'm the Dodgers, I, I plan on not having him. And mm. if somehow he plays his way into the, the picture again, okay, then we'll decide then. But I, I would plan on not seeing him again. All right. So on the confidence side of things, obviously we know we're kind of, uh, wavering in confidence when it comes to Kenley Jansen. Everybody's gone wild on Kenley, uh, spilling the cyber ink on him. But uh, what's your realistic you know, scale of worry on Kenley? It was, was this last uh, or prior to, to Wednesday, were those three games a sign of what we should expect or was that an outlier? Uh, I'm afraid it was probably closer to an outlier than locked in that he wanted to think he was. I, I've – I've heard Kenley tell me, I don't know how many times, eight or ten times this year that he'd figured it out, that he had <laughs> solved it. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think every time he was being honest, I really think he thought he had found the answer and you know this was what it was going to be. I just think we have to uh, understand that he is not 2017 Kenley, and he's never going to be that guy again. Uh, does he, you know, does he recover some of it? Yeah, some of it. I had a really, this is, this is off the, a, a tangent, but I had a really interesting conversation with Nomar about this uh, at some point in the last month. And his thing was, uh, if you understand the physics of how the eyeball works and how vision works, when a ball is coming at a hitter at 90 plus miles an hour, the eye can only track it so fast. And there is a zone as it nears home plate where your eye loses it it's like a little uh, like going behind the dark side of the moon you can't right you can't track it all the way to home plate no matter how hard you try and his theory was that mariano rivera's cutter worked so well because that's where it moved that's where the movement was was in that uh, when it went behind the the moon on the dark side mm. and that's why you you could guys could never square it up even even though they knew it was coming right. you just couldn't track it that last stretch and when he said that my response was i wonder if kenley losing velocity means that the ball no longer moves in that dark area mm. and instead it moves sooner giving a hitter better time to react to it to uh and square it up more so that was our little scientific theory that we we kicked around one day during bp yeah i, I watched the documentary on netflix called fastball mm-hmm. and it's I there think, you go i yeah, remember it's like 300 great documentary yeah it's 396 milliseconds mm-hmm. uh for yeah. average baseball to travel from the release of the hand to to the to the glove so um i think you're, you're on it it's just that 
everybody knows that he throws a cutter 90% of the time. Yeah. That's a and huge then, part of it, too. Right. When he came into the league, the the scouting was different. Right. And yeah. you could maybe get away with things then. Now, not only do they know that he's going to throw the cutter, they know exactly which quadrant he's going to try and throw it in. And they know how much the spin rate is, so, that, so they know how much to expect it to break. All those kind of things are so much more uh, sophisticated now than when he first came into the league. Mm-hmm. So, and he has tried to incorporate a slider. Mm-hmm. He's thrown his two seam fastball uh, more frequently now too. I even early in the year, he was even uh, goofing around with a splitter out in the outfield, <laughs> and that he he joked about it being in the uh, in the lab. Uh, and it has stayed in the lab for yeah. good reason. Along with uh, Kershaw's Clayton change Kershaw's changeup every spring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... last night he got cheated out of that slider. That slider for the third strike. It was, I think yeah. it was a two-seam, but even was so, it? that's one. That's one pitch. You still have to be able to get over that. You don't give up yeah, a, yeah. a two-run yeah. single to yeah, G-Man Joy or a single. Yeah, but it was a tough, for someone recovering, Yeah, that's a tough setback. Yeah, you know, you know, maybe the Dodgers need uh, road field advantage because Kenley appears to pitch better on the road. This, or at least of recent the fans vintage. Kind of him. Yeah. Look, uh, look up the numbers. He throws much better to Russell Martin. Too. Yep. Yeah. He, yep. he and he and Rue have really exaggerated splits throwing to Russell Martin. And I'm not sure what that's about, but. Yeah, that was uh, uh, something that we've kind of heard the murmurs about. We heard the whispers about of of people. Oh, well, you know, not, I don't think anybody's directly calling out Will Smith about anything, any of his potential, any of his skills, and in, in receiving, he was drafted because he was an exemp, uh, exceptional receiver. But do you, what do you feel on that? What, what's your take on uh, on Will Smith kind of not gelling well with the starting pitching? I just think he's a rookie catcher, and that is yeah. the toughest position on the field nowadays. Mm-hmm. And the Dodgers make it even more difficult, uh, more demanding, with the uh, you know the game planning and the scouting and the uh, all the preparation that they require of a catcher. That's why they had him follow the team for a month last year without playing a single game. You know, right. not even being on the roster mm-hmm. to to kind of. You know, it was a good way for to shock him into realizing just how much they were going to expect of him. Uh, I I don't think that I think Will Smith is going to be an outstanding big league catcher. I don't yeah. think there's any question about that. But it takes time, and you you know you can only fast track the learning curve so fast. Yeah. Of course, he's 24. You would hope he'd have a little bit of. I mean, he has some look, look seasoning, around the but, league. Yeah. Look around the league at the best catchers. They don't. They don't come up, uh, and you know, at twenty-one, and suddenly hit the ground running. I mean, right. So I, I know there were the the Buster Posey comps, but mm-hmm. that might have been a little overheated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take also a little credit on that one. I I saw it. I was like, oh, I get it. And then, well, I mean, his hard contact rate and his hard hit rate still is there, but he's just doing a lot of atom balls. Of course, he's striking out a whole bunch. But his strikeout rate is really jumped. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he figures it out. That or the Dodgers just can't have a catcher that can uh, catch and and continue his job into September. He's just he's falling in the footprints <laughs> of of our beloved fallen, unbeloved Yasmani Grandal. So don't 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 go so fast. I think Smith will be the primary catcher yeah. throughout the playoffs. I yeah. think they still have plenty of faith in him. But there are certain guys that if if Russell Martin isn't behind the plate for every one of Hun Jin Ryu's postseason starts, uh, that that is that will be a shock. I mean, there is mm. no reason for them to go against the numbers. Yeah, 
uh, you know, that would just be stubborn. You guys are hearing it, it here first. Austin Barnes, Game 7 World Series walk-off <laughs> home run. That's what's going to happen. In the 18th oh. inning. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, 18th, 18th inning. inning. It's got to go that far. So, yeah, you, know, you really hope that the veterans mesh together and you do get Russell Martin in there. But another one, another veteran guy, this guy, of course, an arm, is somebody that a lot of this this ro- roster is really, uh, I would say it's reliant on on what's going to happen with Rich Hill. He's pitching through some discomfort, but it doesn't seem like it, as bad as it was there in, in Baltimore. Uh, back to the scale of one to ten, how do you feel about Richie? Um, shoosh, I I I don't think it's realistic to think he can uh, pitch with a you know whatever MCL, however mm-hmm. whatever degree of damage there is to that thing. <clears throat> Watching him uh, try and throw in the outfield, you know, changing his foot position and yeah. uh, not landing on it uh, when he follows through, just all kinds of stuff to, to compromise that delivery. Just does not, it, it does not make me feel like, uh, oh, yeah, he can figure this out. Yeah, I, I, gu- I guarantee you he will try like hell, to Rich's credit, oh, even though he has a very poor college education having gone to Michigan. But <laughs> I, I give him Got credit. Him. He will try everything he possibly can <clears throat> to get out there. And people who think, oh, he's injury prone. He's missed so much time with injuries and the blister and now this and now that. You don't get it. You really do. Mm. He's, he is not over, you know, when the, the flexor tendon flared up in his elbow, he's not just hanging out for the next couple months saying, cool, I don't have to pitch. No, yeah. it, that is not how it works. He's not running to the bank on the 15th of the month with his check saying, boy, I earned this one. Yeah. Anybody who criticizes players for injuries, just it, really off the mark. But all that being said, I don't think the Dodgers can afford to take that chance. You know, okay, you start him next week, and he looks like he maybe can – pitch with these different mechanics and mm-hmm. th- then you send him out there for a game four in the first round and two batters in the same thing happens that happened in Baltimore and yeah. all of a sudden your bullpen that you've probably used in games one two and three mm-hmm. has to come up with eight innings of you know uh, in a in a playoff game I, I just don't think you can take that risk I mean, unless you kind of flip the script a bit and you you have him as all of a sudden now he's the middle reliever you throw him well there you go Dustin that's May, a possibility yeah. that, that's or, you, somebody... or you you start him but you start him and with no plans of going longer than two innings mm-hmm. and then you go to Gonsolin and then you know he gives you two or three, and that puts you into the, you know, into the fifth, sixth inning, and then you start using your bullpen the way you normally would if you have a lead or if you don't have a lead. And you know, that, there could be some some strategic value in that, not just the Rich Hill lefty Tony Gonsolin righty, uh, you know, problem for the other team, but also uh, Rich Hill snapping off curveballs for two innings from from the left side and then Tony mm-hmm. Gonsolin mm-hmm. throwing harder and, and different pitch mix. And I, I think that's what the last two days were about. Mm-hmm. It was about finding out if some of these guys can work in that kind of a, uh, an environment or in that kind of a setup. Yeah. I think we can all agree though, that uh, <laughs> changing up your pitching mechanics to compensate for an injury, you know, two weeks <laughs> before the playoffs idea. is not exactly comforting. And that's kind of been yeah. something that's been echoed throughout. We know Come Richie's on. a and gamer. Not, we know he wants to. He's only 39, guys. Come on. 
Yeah, you not like he's him. set in his ways. Right. <laughs> it's not just not just that, but this is a guy who just came back from a flexor tendon injury. And now you're going to compromise or change your mechanics and maybe put, yeah, extra, put stress extra stress on the elbow yeah. again. And yeah, it's it's a noble venture on his part, but I just don't uh, I don't see it working very well. Kind of just staying on that real quick. I'll just give you a couple seconds on this one. He is 39, and next spring he will definitely not be a spring chicken. I mean, he's <laughs> going to be 40 by the time spring camp rolls around next year. What is what does his future look like? What do you think? Because I mean, we know he's a gamer. And yeah. He wants to be around, but yep. the body's yeah, I, the mind is willing, but the body's yeah. weak. <laughs> he'll pitch to the number on his back. He'll go till 44 in his mind. Yeah, I've joked with him that. Uh, he's played for so many different teams that he could go on the old timer circuit and just pitch at each of his old teams all summer long and, and stay in shape that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think his future is a one year contract. I oh, mean, that's, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's his future. And I could see it being the Dodgers. I mean, from his point of view, He's not going to take a deal to go somewhere and pitch for the Pittsburgh Pirates no, just so he can right. keep pitching. Yeah, he's I don't gonna, think he anybody wants to, wants to go to the Pirates right now. Anyways, <laughs> that's a bad place to be. I don't think he wants to to go somewhere where there's no hope of, of getting to the postseason. And I don't think a team with no hope of getting to the postseason or only marginal hope wants a guy that they can't count on for thirty starts. I mean, he's he he's a luxury that the Dodgers can afford. Hmm. You know, they can sign him for a year and say, listen, Rich, if you only make 15 starts between injuries, that's fine. Let's just try and make sure you're uh, healthy and good to go during the postseason. You know, and then they can mix in, you know, the Dustin Mays and Tony Gonsolins and whoever the next wave starting pitching types, uh, you know, to take up the rest of his Hmm. spots in the rotation. Hmm. He's a luxury the Dodgers can afford, I think. Yeah, the next generation of starting pitchers is right on the horizon. Some yeah. of them are already here. Yep. So if you have that guy that can bridge that gap for a year or another year after that, who knows, whatever it is, I think you kind of take that from him and you take what you can get out of him, mm-hmm. even if it's like a Chase Utley kind of role with him, if it ends up being something like that. He does, he does yeah. have a very positive influence on that pitching staff. Yeah, his personality, sure. his knowledge, all that kind of stuff has value. Uh, all right, so roster-wise. Des- despite – Despite his poor college education. (laughs) One more shot in there. One more shot for Rich. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Roster wise, we're going from from you, know, you guys are talking about the young guys. We're going from the old guy into the young guys here. Uh, May or Gonsolin, if it, if it comes down to, let's say somehow Rich Hill proves himself, uh, it's probably coming down to either May or Gonsolin on on the roster. Uh, who who in your mind deserves it, and who do you think they'll actually run with? I think Gonsolin has has pitched better, has shown uh, better adaptability, which mm-hmm. might be required for whatever role they have. Uh, I think Dustin May's got better stuff mm-hmm. and maybe a, a higher upside in his future. I'm not sure if he's the guy you want right now, though. I think Gonsolin might have the edge. 
So this one uh, might be tougher, but we've we've gone through all the tough stuff here. Is Kenta Maeda guaranteed a playoff roster spot? Uh, oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm-hmm. And do not sleep on how how uh, important he will be in high leverage. They are not going to carry Kenta Maeda to be a long reliever. Mm-hmm. They will carry Kenta Maeda to be in the back uh, end of the bullpen. Uh, along in, in similar roles to Baez and Joe Kelly, mm-hmm. similar mm-hmm. but I, I joke with the Japanese reporters that he's going to be a rugi, not you know not a yeah. loogie who only faces lefties. I think he's going to be a rugi who only <laughs> faces righties, then and that that's would the be way the, they yeah the absolute best usage for him too. Yes, and, and that's the way they used him two years ago in the postseason. And no more than one inning, even though he Probably stretched not. out, he can no, he should not, not be going multiple innings. That's not what they need from him. They, right. they are, they're not going to carry him as a long reliever. He God will be in put, the back end. Put Dave on the phone right now. I got some, I got some words for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> more, more roster for so, you. So, uh, yeah, staying on the bullpen, too. I mean. Kolarik is in. You got Kolarik uh, in. What about between the, uh, let's say, between Ferguson, Floro, Garcia, and Sadler? Because in my mind, Sadler guys, stands yeah. head and shoulders above the other three. But that's just in my uh, mind. I don't think any of them. Well, maybe Floro probably. I would say yeah. Floro has the edge of that group, uh, unless they decide that whoever their first round opponent is, uh, there's That's a certain better. matchup that yeah. they need. They need another lefty. Then you get Ferguson. They'll need a, a you know, the, a ground ball guy versus a strikeout guy. I, I don't, you know, whatever matchup. Uh, thing that they they think they they need that's the guy who will get it. You're making uh, you're making our producer cry over there about the idea of Floro being on the roster. Hey, you know what? He's fine. He, I, I personally feel he's a fine regular season pitcher. Uh, yeah, that, he's that depth guy you can have on there for all season. But as we've seen time and time again with Dave Roberts, he'll use these guys all season, and then when it comes to to playoff time especially championship series or world series his window tightens and he only goes to about two or three guys out of the pen and then they get burned I out i got and... news for you that's what everybody does in the postseason <laughs> but we're here to complain everybody about dave roberts does. that's what the fans want we're here oh god i'm so tired of that <laughs> i know i'm, I'm, so I'm personally a, a, a fan oh, of him cloud. he's trash <laughs> the guy's won 385 games in his first four years four division titles nlcs followed by back-to-back world series for crying out loud he knows what he's doing yeah i had actually brought up the other day that you know before 2017 the dodgers in la had 200 or more win seasons and they're on the verge of having two in three years yeah. so yes, when people look yes. at that and they're like oh crap oh yeah i forgot it is good to win we forgot about the oh, court era i love telling people people who who you know complain about how terrible it was to, to lose back-to-back world series Go tell people in Seattle and Cincinnati how terrible it was to go to back-to-back World Series. They're like, oh, yeah. It's it's clearly it's a a lot of these Twitter fans these days that didn't live through the 90s, too, 90s of of, uh, Dodger baseball. Well, the other part of it is that drives me nuts is doesn't mean anything if they don't win the World Series. Does that mean that on the day after the World Series ends, you're going to invent a time machine Go back to June and tell yourself when you were having such a great time on rookie walk-off weekend, don't enjoy this because they're not going to win the World Series. <laughs> this means Are you going to take that time machine back to Walker Bueller's 16-strikeout night and tell yourself, 
don't enjoy this, they're not going to win the World Series. You don't get to have a beer. You know, these are a long time. I've got a rant all locked and ready. Hey, I got to tell you, I'd be really creeped out if I just appeared in my living room in a hot tub (laughs) because I'm assuming assuming it's a hot tub time machine. I would be really weirded out by that. What other kind are there? Yeah, Yeah. we're not talking about building a DeLorean here. Yeah, the most serious. It would be uh, really sad if. You invented a time machine, and that's what you used it for. <laughs> this is what you chose to do with your life. <laughs> to piss myself off. That's exactly what Stop I used the time machine I got to go for. tell myself not to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> the most serious question comes from Chet Kroll off Facebook. Russell Martin in the bullpen. What do you think? The stats don't lie. <laughs> stats don't <laughs> lie. Oh, I think he still owns a .33 uh, whip on the mm-hmm. season. If, I don't know if what his name Russell is. Martin pitches in the postseason, things will have either gone horribly wrong or incredibly well. It's like twenty five. So if you nothing, wanted, yeah. yeah, if you want to take the chance on incredibly well, then I guess I guess there's a chance. I'm a pessimist, so I'm gonna plan for really horrible. <laughs> I'm ready. Either way, I'm ready. I have, my body is ready. I'm in the hot tub. Apparently, it's going to become a time machine. I'm going to tell myself in the past, don't enjoy life. Don't enjoy that. <laughs> don't enjoy it. Taylor Spencer. Uh, so we, we had one that um, came out a little bit ago. We, we, I mean, obviously, it's the Internet. We have to clickbait a few things here and there. And the idea of, of one of the biggest Dodgers free agents potentially being Andrew Friedman. Do you think he's going anywhere? I do not. Okay. And if you read the story I wrote for 99 cents in uh, a month or whatever it was, uh, I expect there, I expect it to be some kind of a contract extension, you know, arrived at pretty pretty short order. I don't, uh, you know, I don't know when that would be. I think I think it, there's really, I mean, where else could he get a better situation? I mean, everybody brings up the Boston vacancy, but have you looked at their farm system? Ooh, that yeah. is a that's a that's why Dave Dombrowski didn't keep the job because right. they didn't trust him to rebuild that. Why right. would? Andrew want to go there that from scratch after having come here and got everything the way he wants it. Uh, so I, you know, and is he going to go there for money? No, he's, he's making ends meet out in California as it is <laughs> in his palatial uh, Pasadena state or wherever he ended up. Plus, so uh, I, I don't think he, I don't think he's going anywhere. Plus I think if the front or if ownership had any intention of letting him walk, they sure as hell aren't going to let Farhan walk last off season. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that they could have stopped that. Right. Tell him we're going to give you gonna... something next year. Don't tell Andrew. That's <laughs> yeah, don't, tell, don't tell your buddy Andrew who you spend twenty four hours a day with. No, not, don't tell him anything. Uh, you got any final thoughts on on uh, anything here, Bill? Before we let you go, I gave you my time machine rant. I don't think that there's was anything good. left in the in the holster after that. Yeah, we're yeah. going to hold on to those clips for a while. I'm going to listen to those before I go to bed. And I'm just pretty sure. Remember why life is good. That's the title of this episode. It's going to be Bill Plunkett's Time Machine. I'm pretty sure. That's yeah. a good title. Yeah. Yeah. I I like time machine. <laughs> All right, Bill. We appreciate you, man. Uh, hopefully, we we can. Get uh, when I say we, of course, I'm liberally speaking about me and the Dodgers. Get uh, deep into the postseason so we can uh, get, oh, get a couple oh. more of these rants going, and you can build oh. up more frequent flyer miles. <laughs> I will be off Sunday and Monday, and those will be my last off days until the parade or or what post mortem, whichever it is. <laughs> and last year it was, I think 45 straight days of work. Ooh. And the year before the, when it went seven games, I think it was 48 or 49. So strap it on. Here we go. All right, guys. So Sunday and Monday, go and give your 99 cents to Hornstra, I believe <laughs> yep. it is. And then you <laughs> yes, guys are yes, please. <laughs> All right, guys, that Leave is me out of it. At Bill Plunkett, OCR. Thank you again, Bill. We'll, uh, we'll keep in touch for sure. You got it guys. Thanks Bye-bye. Bill. Appreciate you. 
radio. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. I think we learned a lot, everybody. Uh, what, what did you learn, Brooke? Tell us about what you learned. Well, I learned that I can't wait to be Bill's age and be upset about stuff. Be upset about the stupid things that fans are upset about. Yeah. Let me say that. Because I a lot of the things that Bill says are what I think and I just never say. And that's why I respect the man so damn much. Because he'll just be like, you sons we need, of... <laughs> well, I learned that we need to go out to his house next time to do this interview so we can get some uh, new gifts for the internet. So anytime people rant about like Dave Roberts or uh, not enjoying the World Series or winning at all, we can just load those up. It's reasonable. <laughs> yeah. That's reasonable. Well, that was a lot of fun, guys. You know what else is a lot of fun? Going to a postseason game at Dodger Stadium. As of the time that we're recording this, we are exactly two weeks away from delicious postseason play uh, starting. So start your October, plan your October, get out to a game and save while you're doing it. Use our Special promo code overtime at Vivid Seats on the Vivid Seats mobile app, and you can save up to $100 on all ticket purchases. First-time customers only. We also have to announce, much to the uh, the excitement of Brook Me 3, we are having another playoff party, guys. Uh, the tentative plan, and you could pretty much pencil it into your Google calendars, we are going to be at a location that we're trying to figure out. Uh, or we're trying to make sure we settle. We pretty much have it uh, hammered out. But Sunday, September. And then I will be uh, hammered out. Why do I keep saying September? Sunday, October 6th. I don't know. Man. It's, we're, it's we rem- got a time machine. It's, yeah. It's, we got it's, a time. We can go September back. on the thing. I know. Yeah. I've, I wrote it like three other times to, to some of our, our friends of the show. But well, Dodgers, of course, are on the road because we don't want to have anybody that's going to go, that wants to go to the What's stadium. Better? We want you guys to come and party with us because it's not going to be another option. It's with us. And, you know, you can go into hostile territory with some other, I don't know, travel service, travel agency group. But there's us. There's us. We are Dodgers Nation. We are home. We are uh, – what, what's, wait, what is uh, we are alcohol. What is Olive Garden's thing? We're fam- when you're when here, you're, you're family. family. Eat fresh. <laughs> Plus, we're gonna have a bunch of giveaways. Like I got, I I don't drop many of these liberally. I got a shit ton of giveaways. <gasps> you're what the hell? Something I believe is on fire. But um, yeah, we're gonna be partying with friends of the show. We're gonna try to drag drag Rick Krajewski out, get him super hammered, and make him very uncomfortable. It's one of my all time like, so favorite. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. I love Rick. Whenever I see him make eye contact with him, he's like, immediately, I, I feel uncomfortable. I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, Richard, love you, buddy. We're going to be uh, live streaming the whole game. Live streaming literally the whole game. We're going to have my shirt not off. the game, but like... <laughs> Yeah. We'll be we'll be having fun there. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. More details are gonna come, but again, Sunday, October sixth. October. Like, we're still. It's most likely. Gonna yeah, be most there. likely. Yeah, that's gonna be game three, right? Yes, game yeah. three of the game National three. League Division Series against the. Uh, and then uh, again, some. more details to come. Uh, so plan to show up and show out with me and Brooke, me three, uh, and and more. And I guess Gary, Gary might be there. Gary. Whatever at the boat and Standall. And Standall, the yes. guy who who gives all the money. We're to hoping a lot of Dodgers Nation staff is is going to be there. Like a lot of our writers are going to be there, and like just a lot of friends of the show. Mm-hmm. We have friends. We do have friends. We have shirts, for which them, just too. usually we yes, have, yeah. but we have friends. I already promised them. I already promised some friends of the show that I would personally rig some of the giveaways to give them shirts because they deserve it. And it's then whoever Taylor doesn't Spencer's birthday on October sixth, so oh, he's coming perfect. for his birthday. Taylor. She. I think she, Taylor's Taylor? she. I always forget. Yeah, I don't I know. Taylor, Sorry. She, whatever you are. Um, we can invite <laughs> Either way, we love Whatever birthday. players don't make the playoff roster 
can just come to the party. <laughs> we'll call them. Yeah. yeah. Caleb Ferguson, what are you doing October 6th? Oh, I'll, I'll, get, sorry, him buddy. Whole, I'll get him a whole I'm sorry, chicken. buddy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like me now. <laughs> That's on it's me. It's all good. Hey, Kike, come on. Oh, <laughs> no, too soon. no, no, no. <laughs> Raphael asked if we can create a hot tub Dodgers themed shirt. With a cat? With a cat. Why do you what, you like the cats, huh? I don't know. You're on the cat I've thing. Been, I've been trying He's, to. Yeah, that's yeah. been his thing. But one of the, the one of the other uh, the final things we do got to talk about a giveaway. We're doing a giveaway again. We did it last week. Somebody won. Uh, I told you to do a thing on the thing, but you know, you guy guy Aaron. I think his name is Aaron. Aaron won these cool coasters from our friends at Vintage Brand. But Vintage Brand has also given us a lot of stuff to give away at, at the, the playoff party. That's happening on October 6th. That's right. I said it, October 6th, Sunday. There's going to be football there, but there's like so many TVs so you guys can watch. You know, There's 12. No, there's TVs. more. You you only counted like half the restaurant. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. And there's a yeah. huge-ass projector, so that's cool. There's a huge-ass projector. And there's a full <laughs> bar, plus you know we're going to like pocket in some booze. Yeah. <clears throat> Any, not, I mean, uh, anybody who, at the restaurant who's watching, we are honest Christian girls. Um, but yeah, we are back with our friends at Vintage Brand, and we're going to give away some of their awesome stuff through the rest of the season, which is like what, a couple more episodes here. Uh, the rest of the regular season and the playoffs. Also, Vintage Brand is giving away $100 daily, plus 10% off your first purchase. So for more information, go to vintagebrand.com slash site slash giveaway. Uh, and to help celebrate with their latest... Uh, addition to the shop we're gonna give away a cool tumbler that i was supposed to insert a picture of but i forgot so uh, imagine a tumbler imagine a tumbler but it says dodgers and it'll store your modelo that's the important thing it'll be mm-hmm. modelo time full but at work mm-hmm. you know i've had pasadena cops literally tell me that they just pour their beer into their tumbler and they're they're good i mean i mean i've had Al- honest christian girls. alhambra <laughs> yeah, yeah alhambra so cops. we're gonna be giving one away with them uh so ways to enter subscribe to our youtube channel is youtube.com slash dodgers nation tv subscribe to our newsletter dodgersnation.com slash subscribe enter vintage brands hundred dollar daily giveaway vintagebrand.com slash site slash giveaway uh you must be following dodgers nation on either twitter or instagram or both that's both is it. good yeah both good all right, that's a we hocked a lot right there. Yeah, hocked a lot of stuff. Go ahead and take over, Brook Me Three. Well, I'm just gonna hock a little bit more for you. Here <laughs> that's not what I meant. And you know, I was just going off of your, you know, your rant because we got a Bill rant and we got a you rant. Did they rant? You, it wasn't really a rant. That was more <laughs> AJ, of a sell. AJ says invite Yumi. Yeah. Ooh, so we can... That's good for sake bombs. I like that. Well, guys, there's just one thing that I want to point out to you, going off of the terrible fan base that we're talking about right now. A lot of you had a lot to say about our terrible, idiotic, stupid, stingy, cheap front office uh, back Running in... Out of fingers. Yeah, back in uh, whatever the trade deadline July. is. July. Back in July, when they didn't do anything except get Adam Kalerik and Jed Jerkstore. Um Look, we're not going to get into the Felipe basket. We're not getting into that no. too much. We're, that's not something we really want to touch. That's a horrible thing that's happened. Um, it's a huge black eye on baseball. It's even worse on people in general. Mm-hmm. Even worse. But one thing we want to do is to point out that Andrew Friedman and company actually do know what they're doing, whether that be instinctual or something that they did a lot of investigations on ahead of time, because obviously this has been going on for a long time. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of just a reminder that the front office does know what they're doing. And I think we've known that for a long time. I mean, you look at most of the moves they've made in the past. I think they have made one move that ended up not being good. And that's, uh, Ariordan for Josh Fields, And that's it. 
I mean, realistically, that's all you can look back on and say what they've screwed up on. And he literally never even suited up in any sort of Dodger minor league game. No, you had no idea what you were getting out of that guy. So they thought he can't play defense, which is a thousand percent not a Dodger thing. He's good for the Astros. Yeah, DH, DH all day, bro. Don't give him a glove. He doesn't even have a glove. I don't think. <laughs> I think they were just like, no glove for you. Rawlings is like on glove day. I was like, you're good. They're like, are you right-handed or left-handed? He's like, I don't. I have both. What? I have each. Of <laughs> I one. have both. <laughs> Hi, Bradley. Thanks for joining us on the stream. See that Sergio says Friedman knows how to save money. Yeah, and it's working right now because what more money's coming off the uh, coming off the books this coming off season, and. Um, I don't know, man. There's a there's a lot of of potential out there. Of course, last week we talked about Arenado, the the whole potential trade thing that came up from from Rosenthal. <laughs> Obviously, Arenado was not going to happen. It's never going to happen. But you know, what? we could we could play we could play this game. Why not? You know, Anthony Rendon is straight the hell up an actual realistic human people target, and he just wants to come here for or he wants to go to anywhere for money dollars. And guess what? We're going to have money dollars. American money dollars. I think my favorite thing is that Sergio Venegas on Facebook is very upset about the offseason and the lack of money spending by Andrew Friedman. Mm-hmm. And yet we're 20 games above uh, the second place team in the West and about to go on our uh, second 100 win season in two years. But you know, what do I know, Sergio? I'm just a baseball fan. A- analyst. You idiot. Analyst. I gave you analyst. Yeah, there's there's just a, a, a lot to, to really look at, look back on and how how far Andrew has taken this this team in his uh, under his stewardship. Is that, is that the word I'm looking it's for? Good. I like that. Producer says uh, that's the word I'm looking for. He knows Producer words. says I don't so know. Many, he knows a tremendous a lot of words. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it's impressive. This, Of course, this I mean, they got really, really lucky. I would, uh, lucky might be a stretch. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jeremy Jeffers would say otherwise it would be luck, but ah. um, the 2016 draft is just that's insane. You don't, you can't plan that any better to have that many dudes who are already contributing to your team. You have depth. The the, the two biggest wins that are really uh, painting uh, an even better picture for this franchise is that 16 draft and, to me, realistically, the Asiel Puig trade because there's now two dudes from that trade that are in the most recent uh, top 100 pipe, MLB pipeline prospect dude guys, as they call 100%, it. 100%, yeah. Those are guys that are going to be, I mean, huge down the line, huge in our system. And, mm-hmm. you know, you talk about wanting to win now. I understand the the desire and the want to win a World Series right now. I understand that. Oh, the but guy that won the coasters is in here. Aaron Bain, that's his name. Aaron, email us. Oh, I, hey. I told you what to do, Aaron, on the Get last on video. It, um, but, you know, we're talking about long term. We're talking about sustaining this yeah. success for long term. Because you look at the Padres. You look at maybe not so much the Giants, but maybe a little bit down the line the Giants in a couple years. Mm-hmm. Those are teams that are going to compete long term. Uh, the Padres especially. The Padres, you know. They thought this year maybe they had a chance at making some noise. They think for sure next year they got a lot of chance at making some noise. And they think for the next five to ten years they're going to make a ton of noise. So when all said and done, we got to compete for a long time. We can't just go all in in one year and say, you know what, that was it. We won the World Series in this year. And, you know, for the next 15 years we're probably not going to compete. So for them to go out and do that and to be ballsy enough to do that and to know that fans weren't going to like that they did that, nothing but respect for my front office. Um, uh, that's, <clears throat> I think that's that. Yeah. Bike bell. Yeah. Because, uh, Bob Guerin rides his bike to, 
Dodger Stadium. Ah. It all comes together, kids. It makes sense. Uh, but some people are well. We got people arguing in the stream right now, so that's always fun. Remember, guys, we're all we're, when you're here, your family. Wow, you guys hate each other today. It happens. John, and Sergio hates me. John Isles says, uh, "Fan plus analyst is fanalist." So you are a fanalist. I'm and a we're, fanalist. Thank we're very you. proud of you on that one. Uh, Tim Rogers, of course, SD Dodger Tim. A couple of points on him. One of the guys I did mention, Josiah Gray, or I didn't mention, but I alluded to. I worked around Josiah Gray, who was part of the SL Puig trade. Big time prospect now for the Dodgers, and 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 Tim saw a lot of him at least twelve. Well, not all twelve starts, but he saw a lot of him at Rancho this year before he was bumped up to to Double A. And uh, you could look back. You know, Tim has a, a definitely a nice highlight post with with um, with Josiah Gray or Josiah, if you want to say it incorrectly. Uh, but Tim also dropping some knowledge here about, you know, again, we don't want to touch too much on the Vasquez thing, but, uh, you know, you kind of look at the character of, of the dude. Uh, he's saying Vasquez getting into fights in the clubhouse did, uh, dictates the Dodgers had a clue that he could be a bad guy. And, and another thing we all learned from that, Kyle Crick is the best player person in baseball right now. <laughs> is he trying hand. to beat his ass? That's America's hero right there. He broke his <laughs> broke his finger kicking his ass. So uh, I appreciate you, Kyle Crick, wherever you, you may be. Finger kicking. You let he, us know in the comments he, he, below. You kicked and fell. Ah, yes. I don't know. I wasn't there. <sighs> Does Jed Jerko have a future in the, on the Dodgers? Um, janitor. Janitor. Clubby. Um, no. Jersey, ball girl. Jersey folder. Oh, he could be a ball boy. He's got a good glove. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. He yeah. could be one of those guys. Yeah. Bullpen water man. Water. Churro man. I don't think they have a, a water boy in uh, baseball. Hey, Waterboy! That's what you think. All right, next stuff. Uh, that, that's what we got. We, we're not saying everything Andrew does is right, but we're saying we're fans of what he's done. He's done a very excep- exceptional job doing his sports people job. Please, please give us jobs. Yeah, give us jobs. Yeah, Give us jobs. I'll clean jobs. Toilets. Jobs. Wait, uh, oh, man. I need like something I can rattle change in. Jobs. Mm, good try. So the Dodgers World Series odds came in from Vegas, and it turns out Vegas loves L.A. We love it. You gotta be careful, guys. We will get flagged immediately if we play that song. Yeah. So we can't <laughs> like, sing it. Facebook is like, nah, fam. They just come. Somebody literally comes and stabs us in the side. It's it's a whole ordeal. But so looking at those odds, you got at the very top of the list the Dodgers five to two odds. Not bad. Not that bad. <laughs> Which is funny because uh, who's the bottom one again? Like twenty thousand to what? Oh, Red Sox twenty thousand to one. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm putting a dollar on the Red Sox. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna bet Brooks College Fund on the Red go, Sox. Yeah, I'm gonna go bet it at my mybookie.com or no my mybookie.ag. I think we have a promo code there, by the way. If you bet my college fund on the Red Sox and they win the World Series, you could win forty thousand dollars. <laughs> You see, because the math means that there's only $2 in the college uh-huh. fund. Yeah. MyBookie.ag. Use our promo code overtime there. They're going to double your deposit. Hashtag ad. <clears throat> Corey Seager's a Did doubles you say machine. Hashtag ad? Hashtag ad. That's Corey good. Seager is a doubles machine. He missed a month with a bad hammy. Uh, rumors of his demise are greatly over-exaggerated. Like he that. just does not have... Um, this season, his launch angle isn't quite there. You know, he can go get one of our Chicks Dig the Launch Angle shirts at DodgersNation.com slash shop. But, uh, man, I am just rolling out the... You're killing the advertising today. <laughs> you really are. You're a machine. I need October money, kids. Come yeah. on, guys. But, uh, you know, for him, you've seen a lot of a lot of the balls that would have gone out for him in 
15, 16, 17, they're all top spinning. Yep. They're turning into doubles, which is which is cool if you're in doubles, which I am, because extra base hits are, are, are fun. Uh, do you do you feel, does anybody here feel, let us know in the camera below, uh, <laughs> Schmo says, rip doogie. <laughs> any chance, any consideration that, that uh, Seeger can get Comeback Player of the Year award? Uh, What's his competition? I don't, know, I don't know. Who is the competition this year? Because there's not really like a clear-cut yeah, like comeback from the dead no, kind of guy. Yeah. ALs is kind of, I feel, kind oh, of clear-cut. Jo- uh, Josh Donaldson. He's Donald? kind of a comeback player. The it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's probably going to be Donaldson. I mean, even so, he's, he's going to get, he'll get, Sieg's will get some love. Hunter Pence probably should win it. I think he's Hunter still Pence doing good in win AL yeah. for the uh, the last season over there at, at um Ball fly out of the park stadium in Texas, but uh, but Donaldson went from a year where he was OPSing like one nineteen to now like crushing the ball. Yeah, I mean he's what got is, yeah, the bringer of rain runs. is back, and that you know I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little scared now of the the newly rebuilt Atlanta Braves. I've never heard of them. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. They got some bats. They straight up got some bats, dude. Of course, we unfortunately lost our our beloved Charlie Culberson. To a broken face because he took a 91 mile an hour fastball mm. to the face, which is awful. And we love you, Charlie. It's over 9,000! Over oh. 9,000 days on the injured list that he will spend <laughs> because he has to reconstruct his perfect face. That's, that, that sucks. I've, uh, I've never taken a fastball directly to the face before, i got to tell you. Yeah. I think I've taken one of the, your, the softball things. Not actual. So, anyway. The squishies. Yeah, Nerf ball. Nerf yeah. ball. Yeah. He's a terrible pitcher. He's I'm got a cannon. So bad. But like, it's just like, you should see us throwing, throwing out in spring training. You, what, lost two on the freeway? Yeah, I threw two freeway. balls onto an Arizona freeway <laughs> yes. somewhere. You guys can go find him out there. It's uh, Arizona.com. I was seven feet tall to catch it. Well, <laughs> that's my bad. That's on me, guys. Uh, I really hope we get the grandma ad read again in the offseason. Oh, yeah, just like grandma <laughs> used to make. We're going back to Chompies. Oh, hell yeah. I love oh, you, Chompies. Norm. I miss Check Norm. it out. We highlighted Chomp- Chompies gave us so much food. We love you, Chompies. Yeah. Chomper's the best. Check it out. We have that video over there on our on our YouTube channel. You can subscribe while you're there. Cool. When you um, a Tumblr. You can hear about how he <laughs> used to be fat, and now he's not, and now he owns a restaurant. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. <clears throat> Same. AJ says 5.7 wins above replacement, and OPS over 900 for Mullet Donaldson. That's, uh, Mullet that's a pretty Donaldson. damn good season uh, coming off so of Hunter so Hunter Pence many. and Josh Donaldson probably for Probably, but Seeks will probably. Get, he'll get second place. Man, that beautiful can't not get recognized. Can you imagine getting second place in comeback player? Of the year? <laughs> you couldn't come back good enough. <laughs> AJ says, hashtag find Brooks balls. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Did you guys see he got married this year? Ah, I follow. Yeah, <laughs> I follow. Well done, AJ. <laughs> uh, did you guys happen to see uh, that, that the Rookie Secrets video? Anybody? No, Anybody? not yet. Bueller? Like you posted it today. Yeah, to yeah, it. It, it was uh, it was pretty solid. Um, apparently, the, the biggest takeaway I'm I'm getting from from that particular video. So they're Buzzfeed. I think it was Buzzfeed or Buzzfeed, dead, yeah, Buzzfeed. dead one of those feed or dead know, feed. bird feed, something like that. They uh, they were hanging out with Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin, of course, friend of the show, Matt Beatty. Beatty's all over the place right now too. Yeah, he he's is. On he's gone. Today. Yeah, he's gone on like like three or ten different interviews. So I'm going to say that he all of his interviewing skills he learned uh, while here. So we love you, Matt. You're um, welcome. You're welcome, and and you know come back, Jessica. More importantly, come yeah, play softball. Yeah, get Jessica with us. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need Season, you back. The season's almost over, Jess. But um, Dodger pitchers are straight up lazy. Both. 
Dustin May and Tony Gonson said they they admitted I it was never have I ever and they have fallen asleep during a game. <laughs> Starting pitchers, I tells you. I mean every 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 five days, you know, kind of gets redundant. Sam, uh, we can get one last question here, unless anybody has anything else that's burning. But you know, it's about that time. Uh, my beer's been pretty much empty. Samuel asks, "What do y'all think of the Cardinals versus Dodgers potential NLCS?" It's Ooh. a little Ooh. ahead of schedule, but we will end on that. Go for it, Brooke. What do you think? Well, I will say this: uh, they got some uh, Dodger killers on their team. They have Goldie, yep. but we have his Kryptonite. Yeah, we have Pedro, Pedro. Baez. For <laughs> some reason, I don't know why. I couldn't answer it. I can't tell you. One of the better hitters to, that we've ever faced cannot freaking hit Pedro Baez. I'm not sure what that's all about. Yeah. Um, but when you look at their roster, you uh, you look at their the you know, young pitching staff. That's the biggest thing. They that's have the some thing too. And on top arms. of that, they got some of their older guys that are making comebacks over Yachty. the past. Yeah, uh, yeah, Yachty's like really caught fire lately. Matt Carpenter, really Salsa, their top him. reliever gone. Uh, well, they've lost like two top relievers a couple of times. There was Rosenthal, and then there was uh, the other dude, uh, Jordan Hicks. Yeah, with yeah. you like a billion miles an hour. Yeah. But then they got yeah, Wainwright, who's like suddenly making a comeback for himself as of late. Like he's pitching like he's young again. Um, Andrew Miller like kind of fell off in St. Louis. I'm not really sure what happened to Didn't him. Didn't Wainwright there. kill us this year? Uh, I don't know. Was it Any this year Cardinal last year? always does. Yeah. That's that's the thing. That's my point. You got a bunch of guys on the team that are just a bunch of Dodger killers, and that's the problem. Paul DeYoung, you got him on the team. You got Goldie on the team. You got uh, freaking Colton Wong, who for some reason can hit off the Dodgers. You have Dexter Fowler, who for some reason can only hit off the Dodgers. You have Marcelo Zuna, who is freaking tearing the cover off the ball right now. So. But he can't field against the Dodgers. That's true. He climbs up on the fences and falls down. <laughs> Insert the clip, producer. We don't have it. Just kidding. Cool. Um, uh, what, what did I say? Uh, uh, Jaziah Ewing over here. Ewing says, uh, Kirsch still has nightmares of St. Louis in October. Me too. Yeah, we all kind of. Me too. We all, That's a good place to end. <laughs> get whiplash thinking about it. <laughs> That's a good place to end? Yeah. I think still about, go to therapy for that. Think about uh, pupper, puppers. Delicious puppers. Check roll says, great show as always, guys. Another wiener. Get it? Yeah, because like he's wiener. the hot dog guy. He's the hot dog sandwich guy. Hot dog guy. sandwich guy? <clears throat> Find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. We are Dodgers Nation. You can subscribe to Blue Heaven. We're a podcast, and we are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, so many more. But go subscribe. Tell your grandma to subscribe because you know we can get more money if we have subscribers. We love people. grandmas. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can sell that to adverts. You know. Yeah, where's Jess? She was here for a little bit. Oh, she's yeah. popped in to say hello. I'm at Brooke Me Three. This guy over here on my right is at RealFRG. We're both on Twitter and Instagram. We have shelves now. We are at Dodgers Nation on Twitter. We have shelves now. And we are at official Dodgers Nation on Instagram. You can also find us at DodgersNation.com to check out the latest and news roster updates and editorials every single day of the week. Huge thank you to our crack production man. Bad Mr. Gary Lee over there. I don't think he turned the camera on to himself he once. Did, did you? You didn't do it. There he is. Oh, no. That's, that's the wrong way. Oh, oh, there it is. There he oh, is. Would you put Bill back He's on? He's here. Bill's <laughs> yeah. back on. He's like, there he is. I'm going to have to start running the camera, aren't I? <laughs> there you go, guys. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. They're all the same color. Thank you for your questions. Okay. Thank you for your comments. And Bye. we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas 
Bring them home. Bring them home.